Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See you, senor. We're in a dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Here on Little Wednesday, and we're under the tutelage of our general manager. It's a two-team playoff, Jack. Sudden death. The United States and China. Who can more effectively whitewash their policies during COVID and make everybody forget what they did? It's a battle to the finish. Wow. How y'all doing? Better. Better. It's actually kind of almost hilarious, and we'll talk about it later. Now, China is now saying, yeah, zero COVID never happened. Everything we did was effective. There's no economic fallout. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's great. Everybody's happy, right? 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 It's wild to watch it unfold in real time. Don't trust China. Here we come with a big finish. Hear the horn section, huh? Blast it! So I'm looking up at the TVs, and I see the Supreme Court has taken on the student loan thing today and hearing the arguments. Uh, what do legal people say that you're hearing? What do they think the Supreme Court's going to do? I'm hoping it's like a 9 nothing one-day spanking. Are you freaking kidding? Get that ass out of here. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree completely. I would be less surprised if the Supreme Court reinstated the Dred Scott decision <laughs> than if they let this clearly unconstitutional act go. Yeah, I hope it's a real spanking, like an embarrassment, I hope. But I, but, but I was just taking in the news coverage just minutes ago, because uh, it's kind of the headline on your cable news, because it's you know the big Supreme Court thing, and so many of their viewers have student loan debt or are parents of people with student loan debt, and none of the cover, all the coverage indi- acts like it's you know it's a close call, it's one of those issues. Maybe you think this, maybe you think that, and I just I don't feel like it is one of those close call issues. Yeah, I was pleased to see the New York Times finally uh, avoided this trap, which is ninety percent of the news coverage on this. Republicans say it's unconstitutional. Democrats say people really need help. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did, did you not take a single civics class? No, nobody does anymore. Civics class. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Come on. Just the news is so dumb. These it's so <laughs> dumbed down. But uh, I'll be interested to hear what the arguments are. There's $1.7 trillion of student loan debt out there, they say. Okay, so how much uh, car debt is there? How much uh, How much is the rent? There's all kinds of things we have to spend money on. We decided to buy this, and this is what we owe. So what? what's special about student loan debt? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, if you can portray people as uh, they are doing the right thing. They're doing the good thing. They're doing what they have to do for their future. That's the only reason they have debt. Actually, I mean, it's if, like jet ski credit card debt would be harder to sell to the American people. We're leaving that. Actually, you're going to say what's different about student loan debt. The most different thing about student loan debt is it tends to be families that are more well off than everybody else. That's the big difference as opposed to car loans and rents and all the other things I mentioned. That's why I've, well, I've been saying since I first heard this, this is the least progressive thing progressives yeah. have ever pushed. And allegedly, although decreasingly, Having a college degree ought to make you more money across your lifetime. Of course, a lot of people with student loan debt didn't get a degree, which is uh, double nasty. But not allegedly. Uh, Kids that go to college tend to be from families that make more money than the average. Generally speaking, yeah. Anyway, I just came across something that was relatively devastating, and I'm having trouble uh, calming down from it. Um, Oh, my. This this could hurt people. This could hurt. We all need to be prepared for this. We, We all need to look ourselves in the mirror. And realize this is what I'm about to say is true. I came across this from a pundit I like, but I think it is absolutely true. It's uh, it's stated in the form of a multiple choice test. Oh, I love this. I, I do get it. Multiple choice. I think it's better to tell you ahead of time that the correct answers are A, B, C, and D. Okay. It's one of those, you know, where okay. the multiple choice is A and B, B alone. Blah, blah. Oh, oh. But it's all of the above. Yeah. Not even your closest friends and relatives are interested in, A, what time of day you drink coffee, what kind you drink, and why. (laughs) B, any stories about your customer service frustrations. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh. C, how little sleep you got and how much alcohol you consumed. (laughs) And D, not or D, and D, your most recent travel delay ordeal. That's probably true. Not even your closest friends and relatives are interested in any of those four things that I and everybody regularly tells people. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm reminded of a a, a hat that's semi-popular in the world of golf that says, nobody cares how you played. (laughs) That's hilarious. Although, the one caveat I would throw, although that is mostly true, is it depends on the skills of the storyteller. Mm. True, true. A really good storyteller can make a trip to the grocery store entertaining. Well, sure. Jerry Seinfeld, Louis C.K., whoever, observational humor about just everyday normal things told in a humorous way are huge. Right. But most people aren't that. No, mostly they're just whining. (laughs) I thought that was, that that wounded me. That wounded me. I got to keep that in mind. For this show and my personal life. Um, we yes. should we should start this program officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, February 28th, the year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin officially. According to FCC rules and regulations, we will unleash the show at Mark. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know where the power is. I have always found it... So sickening to observe somebody who's just on their back, showing their belly, begging to be approved of. Yeah, we got got more of that later. It was some uh, black history sort of gathering something or other with various politicians, everybody. And Joe Biden was doing his what Joe just said, (laughs) rolling over backwards to pander. Just I I hate that sort of thing. Uh, I may be white, but I'm not stupid. Okay, Uh, what what the hell does that mean from the president of the United States? What in the hell? Where are what happened? (laughs) What is going on? How is that an okay thing to say for anybody of any race in any setting? At his sharpest, he was a dope. Oh, I find that so appalling. Yeah. Oh, that was just my skin is crawling. Yeah, that's rough. Michael, check me for ants. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's disgust. What did we have in our house one time that made us seem like we were uh, Appalachian Hicks? Um, uh, wow. 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 Speaking of offensive uh, language. Well, scabies. I think that's what we had go through our house. Oh, one time. oh boy. It's not a pretty word either. <laughs> no. Do you know what it is? I remember you describing it at the time. Yeah, it's it, it involves very little bugs, right? Yeah, it's underneath a, yeah. your skin and like... Oh, golly. That's not a good thing. No. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, that's not, not medically, nor for your look, as they say, which is what you were hinting at <laughs> yes. with that abhorrent phrase. Yes. <laughs> so either Joe Biden's statement made you itch or you have scabies. That's That was my point. <laughs> Um, we got uh, some good stuff around the whole origin of COVID, uh, as lots of people are going to their top drawer of their desk and digging through receipts of things people said uh, back at the, at the in the day. Uh, you know, lambasting you as a nut job or conspiracy theorist or just flat out evil and racist for suggesting that COVID may have come out of the lab in China. And there are lots of receipts out there, and we'll play some of them for you. It's pretty entertaining. And indeed, suggesting you should probably lose your job if How? you uh, dared uh, you know, breathe word. How did we get that far off track? God, the whole COVID uh, era is a bit of a blur, for I think, at this point, because it was just it was so wild and crazy there for a while, and everything was so different. But man, oh, man, oh, man. I remember the masking thing. 
But uh, how did it become so unappeal, uh, untenable to bring up the idea that you think it came out of the lab? Oh, wow. When that's the most likely thing that happened. All right. Anyway, it comes from China. We got some great. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Trump really got killed for that. For that. Calling it the China virus. Why do you call it the China virus, sir? Because it came from China. It comes from China. And then what were the reactions? Well, we'll play for those for you later. But it's uh, what a wild period that was. Anyway, um, we've got mailbag next. How does that look? Oh, it's quite good. Yeah, sprinkled in some uh, forgotten classics that we didn't get to this week or last week that are worth reading. Some of the facts and details around the student loan bailout as the Supreme Court takes a look at it today. Um, So you'll be uh, up to speed when you start to hear how the arguments went. A lot of good stuff on the way. Here's our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You can't get a pangolin at a wet market. Did you know that? I didn't learn that until last night. Hmm. Remember when we all learned about wet markets almost exactly three years ago? Three years ago next month? I didn't. I'd never heard of a wet market before. Sounds gross. Remember we were oh, talking it's, about it's your super bar- gross. Your barrel full of wet bats and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but you can't get a pangolin there, huh? No, the, no, no. It's 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 seafood, I guess. So like pangolins, they didn't have pangolins or bats. They have other stuff. Oh, oh, the, I thought you were saying a pangolin is seafood. No, it looks not. like a but so, armadillo had sex with a fox to me. Doesn't but we look, we yeah. heard about the wet markets and the COVID coming out of there. Then we heard it was pangolins, and then the, 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 I don't know how it jumped from that to that. But anyway. I might go to wet market today after work. I might go to wet market and fish around in a, in, a, in a barrel full of wet bats and pick one out for wow. dinner tonight. So gross. Uh, what was John Stewart's line? Maybe a penguin kissed a beaver. Right. Oh, boy, I can't remember. Funny stuff, though. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. It's actually from an email that's going to lead off mailbag. This is advanced stuff. Don't try this at home, folks. But Joe uh, in Florida sent along this quote, this fabulous quote from Thomas Sowell. And if uh, if all of us learned this, believed it, preached it from the highest mountains and hammered this message over and over again, we would have so much better a government. Here's the quote. There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. And you try to get the best trade-off you can get. That's all you can hope for. Keeping in mind, everything is a trade-off. Everything costs something. You lose. You do this, you're going to lose the opportunity to do that. And I, if I, you spend money over here, it can't go over there, or you have to borrow it. Everything in life is that way. Absolutely freaking everything. And I uh, yes. had a conversation with somebody about that a while back, and they told me I sounded like a nihilist for saying everything was a trade-off. But I just I can't I, I can't see an example where it's not true. Freaking everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments in my entire education was sitting there in a college. I think it was a college class, actually. They shouldn't wait this long to teach you this stuff, but it was about opportunity cost. Yeah. And if a buddy calls me and says, hey, I got free tickets to the Super Bowl. We're going to stay at a five-star hotel, a free booze and a limousine. That sounds wonderful. And it is wonderful. Have a great time. But you have given away the opportunity. It costs you the opportunity to do anything else with that weekend. Or that it's money. Your opportunity cost. Or the money, sure. Sometimes it's uh, it's it's a clear good trade. Sometimes not so much. But everything costs something, right? And spending time with one kid means you're not spending time with the other kid. I mean, so they're just everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's a good idea in this case. But yet you got to recognize all these things. Yeah, just recognize it's a trade off. Anyway, mailbag, and here's here's the context of that quote that Joe in Florida sent along. Uh, As a follow-up to your discussion regarding the resources being drained from hospitals in, uh, was it uh, Tucson? No. Where was that hospital? Yuma? Um, Yeah. uh, Resources being drained to support illegal immigration at hospitals and the education system. I was reminded of that quote by Sowell. The trade-off, as you noted, is political power for Democrats versus the well-being of U.S. citizens. And more specifically, our young U.S. citizens. I'm old enough to not expect my Democratic friends to understand such a simple concept. Well, that's a little cynical and, and partisan, Joe, and I don't appreciate it, but I know what you mean. Moving along. Here's some uh, that I rescued that we hadn't gotten to earlier in the week and last week. On the big mask meta study. Did they speak to the efficacy of wearing a mask alone while in your car? You can't be too careful following the science. I went to the grocery store last night, and there were way more masks than I've seen in a long time. And I thought, has there been a surge in my area? Or is all this news making a certain crowd want to mask up? 
all this news about the origin and whether or not mask mandates work and stuff like that make a certain crowd think, oh, yeah, COVID, I better put my mask on. I don't know. I just and it's anecdotal. It was just individuals with family members with health problems. I don't know. But I feel like I saw, I think, six masks at the grocery store last night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm reminded. and Boy, this is a tangent. Or was that a double down on the politics of it all? I'm going to make it make it clear to everyone. I still think COVID's a big deal and masks are important. Kind of. But I'm reminded of one of the great lines in uh, the Sherlock series, the the newish one from the BBC starring uh, Blunderbuss uh, Cumbersnatch, um, in which uh, he was uh, John Watson is a uh, Afghanistan war veteran. I think he'd change his name if it were that. <laughs> and and he's got a, a psychosomatic uh, limp illness stuff. And at one point, uh, Sherlock says to him of his service in combat, he said, it didn't damage you. You miss it. And a lot of folks who've served in, uh, you know, the intensity of battle can tell you, yeah, that camaraderie, that sense of purpose, that brotherhood, it's it. You miss it badly. There are a lot of people who had this weird, and it's on the progressive side mostly, who had this weird, I'm very afraid, I'm very, very afraid. This is intense. We all have to pull together. We're under threat. We need to keep our kids home. We need to, and they miss that experience. Yeah, I didn't get any enjoyment out of it whatsoever. <laughs> Hell no, it sucked. The whole thing sucked. There's nothing I miss about it. You know, this is good, but it's long. Let me skip this. Uh, so many people have written, like Aaron, how did I miss the Pooper Bowl results? How can you not tell us who won the big dog contest? Uh, I, 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 uh, Baxter got whooped bad by the, the Chihuahua. There's a reason for weight classes. I bet that per pound my dog could poop more than any dog in America, but big dogs are at a huge disadvantage. Man, you wrote a check your dog's anus couldn't cash. Oh, that's way too no. No, that no. That's a couple of times today now. You're way mm. over the line. I Have should, you been huffing paint or something? I should dial it back, I suppose. Shame. Have you been huffing paint? That's a question you don't regularly ask people. <laughs> uh, if you miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. The world is upside down. We're shooting balloons down with million dollar missiles. We got toxic runoff in our rivers, and the top form of entertainment is watching a coked up bear commit murders. <laughs> Thanks. This weekend, Los Angeles got a big old snowstorm, and not just way up in the mountains, even the Hollywood sign got dusted with snow. <laughs> then again, Californians deserve to have some fun, because I believe California's only other weather option is fire. <laughs> Shocking, the snow that happened in the L.A. area, and a lot of other places on the West Coast. But just, I mean, it was just, it wasn't just like, oh, there's some flurries that are kind of like snow, and they melt when they hit the ground. It was like... It was like it was uh, Michigan or something. It was crazy. Yes, it's snowing. There is snow on the ground. Yes, and it's accumulating, and it's thick. Yeah. Really weird. Craziness. Yeah. Um, We have a lot more on the lab leak theory and how it was uh, approached and handled back in the day versus now. We'll get to a little bit later in the show. We have a late-night joke-off around that whole topic, so that'll be fun. Plus, China's efforts to pretend their zero COVID nightmare never happened. It's just, if you're a fan of... You know, studying political systems and how does communism work? How does the propaganda work? Now we're able to follow it in real time. And it's it's crazy. Uh, but more on that to come. The most expensive shoes ever auctioned off go on the market today with Sotheby's. And it's National Pancake Day. Proceed accordingly. Mm. Probably take my kids to IHOP. Why not? Any excuse to take your kids to IHOP. Normally, I poo-poo national this and that day. Who cares? What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. But if it's an excuse to go to IHOP and eat pancakes, that's a good thing. Yeah. Or wherever your favorite uh, pancake emporium may be. Yeah. It's mostly the gluten-free thing that draws us in. But that and because I'm a globalist. Ah, I see. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, L.A. I can't uh, resist the temptation to hit you with this email. Uh, we were talking a couple of days ago about the... Um, the L.A. County RV hell, where there's just a section of the uh, of L.A. County that's been set aside for now, dozens and dozens and dozens, hundreds, is it, of RVs filled with uh, quote-unquote homeless people. Uh, and uh, can I use the name? David writes, uh, uh, I tune in uh, your first hour as uh, my Tesla drives me from Palos Verdes to my office in L.A. County RV hell. I watch an RV landlord tow and drag three new RVs to my block. He charges 100 bucks a month rent, and the local gang adds a $50 a month protection fee. RV dwellers tell me they won't leave the area because L.A. County provides them with a cell phone with Netflix and a $400 what? Uber Eats gift card every month. Netflix? Right, yep. Two toddlers live on my block with uh, within the 20 RVs uh, currently there since there's a debris bonfire on the sidewalk. Called Sheriff's Dispatcher, who tells me they're not allowed to enforce any laws with RV dwellers. I call a county supervisor, Holly Mitchell's office, and her staff tells me they'll look into it in the next few months. My coworkers and I watch a prostitute attack her pimp on the sidewalk with a sword at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and he pepper sprays her in the face. Sheriff shows up to catch and then release. I tune into the uh, A&G second hour podcast as my Tesla drives me home. I'm not making any of this up or exaggerating. My company's been at the same site since 1959. Or RVs on my block only since COVID. Thanks, Chairman Xi. 
As we were saying the other day, I think it was in the context of a story in uh, Sacramento, California, where uh, the the beautiful American River flows through uh, that great city, and it's uh, beautiful, scenic, it's wonderful, and you couldn't possibly camp right there on the river, live there. I mean, if the real estate was for sale, it would cost you more than you could afford. Um, and you can't just camp there unless you say you're homeless. Then you can do anything you want, anytime. Isn't that great and fair and reasonable? It's unbelievable. Well, Los I, Angeles problem. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I hate to uh, just pick on Los Angeles or California, but if crazy things are going on, they should be talked about. Remember, we ran the audio sometime last year of an accused child molester. He had uh, molested a girl in a bathroom at a restaurant, I think, and then there was some audio that came out of him talking to his lawyer, I think, from jail or whatever. He had done this maneuver where he didn't like being in, well, it looks like, he didn't like being in prison with a bunch of scary dudes, so he uh, said he identifies as a woman so he could get moved over to the women's prison. Anyway. The, Which is the law in Cal Unicornia. Right. So the prosecutor that was trying to prosecute him just got suspended by uh, the Gascon, who leads the whole thing there in uh, Los Angeles, which we've talked about a lot, because he referred to him as a he. So he referred to this guy who molested this girl as a he and got suspended for uh, misnaming someone, Folks. misgendering someone. We are at a point in our perverse history where if you refer to a man with a penis and testicles as he, you will be suspended from your job. This has all arisen in, what, the last five years, maybe? Even if your job is prosecuting him for molesting a, I think, 10-year-old girl in a bathroom. Yes, he's a child rapist. But the bad guy is the prosecutor who referred to a man as he. I I don't even know what to do with this story. I don't know either. I... Uh... I feel like something needs to happen and fast. We need to stem the tide of crazy, or it will wash over us and it will drown us. Anyway, moving along. Wow. Unless you had more no, on that. No, no. Transition music, Michael. Wow. We need transition music. You think so? I am I am so pissed at that story. Yeah, it's Pardon maddening. Me. It's maddening. Oh, Wow. Hadn't heard this transition music in a while. Here we go. Here's a hook. Shaka Rump. Shaka Rump. That's that's funny. I feel feel able to move on now. Do you remember what we were talking about? I don't. All right, Michael. Please make it stop. (laughs) I have my problems with Trump. I've made that clear. I am not ashamed of it. On the other hand, he could not have been more right about NATO. Stories that will shock your conscience. Uh oh. Coming up in a moment or two after a quick word from our friends at MyPillow. Just when you thought your sleep couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. Yeah, when they originally launched MyPillow, it had everything you could want in a pillow. Now, 20 years later, they're using new technology. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, but now has brand new exclusive fabric that is made with temperature regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over night after night. The MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free. For a limited time, you need the promo code GETTY, G-E-T-T-Y. I slept with my head on one just last night. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener's Special Square to get this buy one, get one free offer on the MyPillow 2.0. 
It's time you see for yourself how great this new pillow is. Enter promo code Getty or call 800-666-1205 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com. Again, click on the radio listeners thing and remember the code Getty. Sleep well, friends. Sleep well. Are your short friends psychopaths? They might be. Stay tuned. Wow. Uh, so this story is stunning. You know, we could rush through it or we could take a quick break. The gist of it, it being uh, NATO's letting us down? Remember all those tanks? Everybody finally went ahead and said, all right, all right, we'll send you this number of tanks. Well, the Euros, they either don't have them or their military said, no, you can't send our tanks or they don't have any parts. or whatever. And it would appear that what's actually going to be sent is a fraction. And more and more governments and armies are waking up and saying, you know, we're very, very weak. We're not much of an army at all. We couldn't defend ourselves if Indiana invaded us. Never mind Russia. Wow. Okay. It is crazy. All right. Well, I want to hear more about that. And we've got a bunch of other uh, stories of the day, including the Supreme Court looking at the student loan bailout, which I'm, I've just been assuming all along they're going to reject. I hope I'm right about that. Among other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, and there's a really big story. All your late night hosts on television all take a stab at making a joke about the big story, and then we uh, compare them, and we call that a late night joke off. Yes, indeed, and we gra- I grade them harshly on the mm. quality of their humor, and the bottom grade getter will be banned from comedy for life. Uh, we will uh, we'll actually be talking a great deal more about the theme of the jokes to kick off our two of the show. So stay tuned or grab the podcast later. But, Michael, let's hear the yucks. The U.S. Energy Department just released a new report that said the COVID pandemic might have been started by a Chinese lab leak. Ooh. Americans heard and were like, hey, thanks for that three years too late information. I, uh, <laughs> any Game of Thrones spoilers? <laughs> Department of Energy released a new report saying a lab leak is the most likely origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, there it is. Chinese wet markets, you're off the hook. Let's order a round of pangolin poppers for the table. (laughs) Moving on, new intelligence has prompted the Energy Department to conclude that the coronavirus pandemic was most likely caused by an accidental lab leak in China. When reached for comment, China was like, do you remember that silly balloon? What even was that? (laughs) (laughs) An order of pangolin poppers for the table. Here are your grades. Uh, Fallon with a C plus. Uh, not impressed. Uh, pretty good. Colbert and A minus. Decent commentary though. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if you're judging it, it's a joke off. So it's about jokes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought C plus. Uh, keep in mind, I don't grade on the inflated 21st century bull s. If you show up and breathe, you get an A scale. <laughs> C plus is slightly better than average. This is. Grade school back in the 30s where he had to learn Latin. <laughs> exactly. Colbert with an A-. Really, the, the pangolin poppers uh, line really got me. 
And uh, Corden with a solid B, it's fine, but he gets downgraded a full letter grade for being a foreigner <laughs> taking comedy jobs Americans would like to take. So he gets a C, he's banned from comedy for life, which is fine because he's quitting anyway, isn't he? Right, he is. Yeah, okay. So much more on the uh, origin of COVID and the cover-ups and, and the rest of it. It's, you know, it's less about the COVID to me than it's about the censorship. Right. This, uh. the, the COVID is behind us now, and I'm all for looking at various things and doing better next time. But the ongoing problem is our uh, media culture. That's what we'll talk about. So stay tuned. So uh, a quick message to folks who have been listening to us for uh, 10 years or more. I'd say I told you so, but I'm not trying to, you know, like uh, do a touchdown dance. I'm going to say we were right. You and us. And we've been talking about how so much of Europe and Jack, this has been one of your big themes through the years. So much of Europe has these incredibly generous social programs and, and safety nets that are actually hammocks and just generous, generous programs. And you've often pointed out, well, that's because they don't spend squat on defense. Yeah. If you can count on the United States to come to your rescue or make sure Russia or China doesn't invade you so you don't have to spend all that money on your military. Yeah, you can spend a lot more money on free health care and free this and that for everyone. And even well, and, then it and, doesn't work. But. And NATO, for the longest time, has been Uncle Sam and the 27 dwarfs, or right. however many there are. And, and, and Trump was absolutely right, calling NATO out on being completely, completely irresponsible, contemptuous is a better word, uh, of their obligations under the NATO well, yeah, treaty. part of the agreement of being in NATO is you have to spend X percent on the military, and none of them have for decades. So here's this really, really troubling piece uh, on a lot of ways, uh, in a lot of ways, from the New York Times about these leopard tanks. They pronounce it Leopard because that's the way they pronounce it in Germany. But I'm no damn German, so I'll say leopard. Anyway, uh, the uh, a struggle to provide leopard tanks to Ukraine is not going very well. Some nations have discovered that the tanks in their armory don't actually work or they lack spare parts. Political leaders have encountered unanticipated resistance within their own coalitions, even from their own defense ministries. And some armies had to pull trainers out of retirement to teach Ukrainian soldiers how to use these older model tanks because nobody knows how to use them. Uh, Believing that large-scale land war was a thing of the past and basking in the thaw of the Cold War, nations chronically underfunded their militaries. And when Russia launched the largest land war on the continent since WW2, they were woefully unprepared uh, Germany and its allies struggled for weeks to scrape together enough Leopard 2s to fill two battalions of tanks. That's 62 vehicles in total. Uh, but they can't find nearly that many to get to Ukraine. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Despite Europe having an estimated 2,000 Leopard 2 tanks in different models, pledges for Ukraine are still short of the hundreds it says it needs. Germany has offered 18, Poland another 14, but the numbers go down steeply from there. And once the current leopards go into battle and get hit or break down, it's not clear how they'll be replaced or if they'll be replaced. Uh, and the Germans, the Germans are lecturing us, which is ironic given their defensive uselessness uh, lately. Um, this is what I'm a bit shocked about, said their defense minister. Clearly, there were some nations. I will never name name here names here, but we had some nations that preferred to hide behind Germany to say we would love to sh- furnish tanks if we were allowed, but. We finally said, okay, you're allowed, and they didn't do anything, Ah. and they're not doing anything. Ah, okay. 
Now, you got Finland that has an 830-mile border with Russia, and they really don't want to give up their tanks. And now, everybody else is saying, yeah, okay, we get that. Now, so, yeah, if you're a listener, you know, I've been pretty hawkish on this war that I think it's important and we should support it, support it and everything like that. But you got a good argument. If you if you think we're half of Republicans now think we're spending too much or giving them too many, too many arms, you've got a good argument if you want to say, hey, they're right there next to Russia. Those countries over there, and they don't care. So if they don't care, why should I care? I mean, that's a decent argument. Yeah, well, they care now, but they are so hollowed out that there's not much they can do, at least not for now. Sweden promised up to 10 tanks, but Sweden's military are saying, no, we're not giving you these tanks. Forget it. you you got to come at us like through the Supreme Court or something. Essentially, they're saying you can't have our tanks. Mm. For decades, here's the key. European countries enjoying a post-Cold War peace dividend had seen war as a thing of the past, regularly cutting military support. Now the shrunken armies well, are protective again, of what they still have. Again, you do have the option of seeing war as a thing of the past if the United States is spending more than every other country added together there for a long time. At NATO, European militaries are sometimes called bonsai armies after the miniature trees. Wow. Then you talk about for years the U.S. has been nagging Europe to increase military spending. They're supposed to. Uh, spent 2% of their GDP, yet even today, by current NATO estimates, only 9 of the alliance's 30 members are spending that much. A tenth is close. 13 countries, including Germany, were spending around 1.5% of their GDP or less. In other words, they would have to spend another third uh, more to even reach their minimum requirements. That's, that's wild. This is the final note, because they go into the details on some of the countries, and it's fairly pathetic, but... um. Here's this uh, Ulrich Frank, a defense analyst at the European Council on Foreign Relations. He said the struggle to find tank numbers raised questions as to where else European militaries face similar shortages and maintenance problems. They'd just gone through Spain and its problems furnishing any tanks. Is it just bad luck, he asks, that Spain has an issue with their Leopard tanks, but everything else works? Or do they have the same issues elsewhere? Does 10% of their equipment work or not work? Or is it 50%? It would be a good idea for Europeans to look at this more closely. Right. Wow. Good question. Does 10% of their equipment not work, or is it 50%? And you don't want to find that out when a war starts. Yeah. Like maybe Russia has found out over the last year. Wow. A lot of that stuff we thought about our military isn't true. We don't want to find that out about Germany or France or whoever else or Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, if you have a rich uncle paying your bills for a long time and suddenly you're asked to pay your bills, it's going to take you a while to to become an adult. Europe with its bonsai armies. That's interesting. Um, And I would one more thought. I'm sorry. Weakness invites aggression. Have you ever tried the bonsai thing? It looks uh, looks relaxing like a. Yeah, I agree. It looks very cool and very zen, obviously. I, I am not great at remembering to tend to plants. <laughs> See, you'd have I did great control. with kids, but plants, not so much. Mm. You, you watered and fed your kids, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They seem to be fine. Bonsai um, tree might not. Yeah. Yeah. Between my sweet wife and I, we can kill about anything plant life wise. We're going to do a throwback Tuesday about the attitudes around the COVID origin coming up to kick off hour two. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.